Thanks for joining us for Couples Inc., a place where we help couples work better together. The first and third Wednesday of each month, we'll drop episodes with advice, tips, and real-world experience for partnering in business and life. I'm Jody, a business owner and communication strategist. And as a child, I tried to start a neighborhood newspaper. The lead story? My neighbor got hit in the head with a softball. Stop the presses. Did your neighbor recover, by the way? Uh, yeah, she was fine. And we ended up actually not publishing the newspaper. That must have been a really softball. Uh, it was. All right, so I'm Glenn, Jody's partner in life and business, who, when I was a young, young child, went around with a tablespoon and stuck it in people's faces and said, what is Uname after seeing interview shows on TV? So we've been doing this for a long time. We've been doing this too long. Too long. On today's show, we're going to talk about what scares us about running our own business and talk to another couple about what it's like to grow a business while also growing a family. Then for fun, at the end of the episode, we play yay or nay and vote on a few fall favorites. So without further ado, let's get started with episode three of Couples Inc. We're recording this episode, it's fall, kind of around Halloween, mm-hmm. and it got us thinking about what scares us, particularly when it comes to running our business. So Nothing we thought, scares me. Exactly. You know That's, that. I'm sorry, what scares me, and Glenn supports me during my scaredom. Now, I will say that sometimes you'll come around the corner, and I'm just standing there lost in my thoughts, and I, I do startle, but I'm not scared of you. It's a shame we don't have a visual to see that startled leap into the air it's like yeah. a cat <laughs> when you re- sneak up on a cat and we both do it to ourselves and we i don't know why we don't, cat, I don't know why we're not expecting each cat other Cat minus hair yes. minus grace <laughs> plus gravity uh, equals glenn's jump but you do always land on your feet so give yourself props for that <laughs> at least it's a little so anyway well, we're going to take some common scary movie tropes okay mm-hmm. all the things that we were like we've seen over and over again in these scary movies and give them sort of a business owner's twist and then kind of talk about maybe some solutions or ways to work around that um, that fear so all right let's start okay number one uh taking a wrong turn or checking that weird sound and that's really common in horror movies and uh, plays about monsters and you know that sort of thing. Um, the sound especially gets to me because I'm kind of a sound guy. Now this is something that on a sidebar I do regularly. If I'm working, if I'm you know in, lost in thought, even if I'm watching TV and I hear something that's weird or unusual, I stop everything and go to check it out. Which, if you were a movie character, would be the first thing not to do. Yeah. Someday they'll make a movie about that, and I really will disappear, and you'll wonder. I wonder. You know, after well, no, a week I won't or wonder. Two, I'll know because you checked on that sound. I went into the horror movie. Right. I'll be but, pounding on the glass asking you to get me out of here. But the point of it is, in this case, taking a wrong turn or going upstairs to the attic to find candles or any of those things or with a candle or with a candle any of those things are pretty much summed up by mistakes these Mm -hmm. characters have made mistakes and we all know when we're watching it but in essence if you take that to a fear as a business owner you're afraid you're going to make mistakes yeah and you shouldn't be because the only way really to learn in some instances is to make those kind of mistakes to take that wrong turn to go up into the attic with a candle that gets blown out and you wind up Finding a dead, smelly mouse or something like that, which I've never done. Never. But yeah, you're going to make mistakes. And a lot of times it's our way of learning learning things. I remember there was a, 
you worked at a job that asked you in one of your evaluations about a mistake you regretted. And I advised you, if you're going to answer that, you don't regret making mistakes. You regret if you don't learn from them. Yeah. So making a mistake, that's okay. As long as, again, making a mistake is, in business is going to happen. It's okay. There's likely a way to recover. Made making a mistake a, taking that questionnaire. Yeah. <laughs> making a mistake going in a, in a horror movie, not good. It's a team building exercise. So, okay, the next one is, and this has got to be, this is my nightmare, is the unstoppable villain. No oh, matter how much you fight them, you, nothing happens. They don't go away. They don't die. You are just petrified of that. I know. I know, because I want to be able to, like, fight these things. For some reason, I think I can fight these things. I mean, I couldn't if it was defeatable. I mean, if if um, Jason from Friday the 13th came after me, there's no way I'm actually going to physically fight him. But in the movies, they set it up that you can't. There's no way. He doesn't stop. And that's kind of, if you translate that into a fear you have in business, it's not an unstoppable villain, but maybe it's an overwhelming situation. That's sort of the equivalent of that. And it's common to encounter, especially when you're first starting out. And that's the, the, the way I've always approached these things is anything that is really super large or imposing or overwhelming is to break it down mm-hmm. into smaller tasks. Mm-hmm. And it's like old saying, how do you eat an elephant, you know, one bite at a time. You, you just have to figure out how to tackle this stuff and realize that it's not overwhelming if you try to do what you can and manage those things. No elephants were eaten in the making of this podcast. <laughs> okay, and then there's the cutoff from the group or you're all alone. Ooh. You know, one of the best things to do in in any business or any situation where you're working is to quit isolating yourself. Mm-hmm. Part of the process is to make your contacts, keep the contacts alive and fresh and moving you know it's just like a friendship really when you think about it you find people that have similar interests or even different interests and they have a similar situation to you in your business or in your field of endeavor and you can commiserate with them or if there's a something that you're uh, puzzled about they can be uh, kind of a shepherd to you and you to them when the time comes yeah the whole idea of mentors a lot of people think of it has to be someone who is sort of above you or older than you that's not true or that you have to be, yeah. Or that so it really can be someone who is more experienced and older than you, or it could be your basically partner, like your kind of your mentor match. Or then you could be a mentor to someone younger, but they can also give you information. So networking, mentoring with other people, and not isolating yourself—that's the key when you're starting your business. Mm-hmm. Okay, now here's a trope that is in a lot of books I read or a lot of movies is that you're lost in the woods. Okay. <laughs> I have a funny sidebar about that. Okay. But go ahead. Well, as I was gonna say, maybe, um, it's just you're, you feel lost in the woods, but it's the business equivalent might be that you can't figure something out, uh, or you don't think you can get it done. That's your fear. So you're not actually afraid of in the business sense. Again, we're taking these tropes and transferring them for the business. Lost in the woods might be, I don't understand this, insert whatever social media outlet or whatever technology, or I don't have enough time to get this done. Well, two answers to that is one, continuing education, and two, outsourcing. Um, As a business owner, doesn't mean you have to do everything yourself. Mm -hmm. You can ask for help. You don't have to be lost in the woods on your own. And this 
I guess, delegation of these tasks can help you get out of that situation. Kind of goes back to the mentoring thing, too. Exactly. Kind of a, a lot of these kind of, you know, all work together. Now, tell me your sidebar about Lost in the Woods. Okay. So uh, my son and I, this is many years ago, were going camping one weekend. And I think I went in that Jeep that we used to have. Oh, yeah. He and I were in that. So we go down this sort of road, sort of wagon trail or whatever it was that hadn't been used in decades, obviously, because it was all overgrown. And it kept getting narrower and narrower and narrower. And I kept thinking, this is going to lead somewhere. Well, I was right. It led us right into a stand of trees that you couldn't fit a car into. You probably couldn't have walked between. And so (laughs) my son was sitting there saying, Dad, all this time he was trying to warn me, Dad, 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 you know. And I wasn't listening. I was saying, bah. This is no big deal. We'll get out of this. And we did about an hour's worth of reverse. And fortunately, the Jeep was able to handle the higher center terrain and all of that sort of thing. Otherwise, I'd still be there. So if you had listened to, been mentored by the younger in the vehicle, you might have learned something. He is now my Sherpa, officially. I'm what you call indoorsy, so that's why I was not on that trip. Mm. Um, I don't don't do um, camping and, and, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm. All right, the last one. Oh, accidentally conjuring evil. Okay, now this one doesn't have... I, I put this on the list of like the the most common tropes. The doll. And accidentally conjuring evil is one of those things, but I don't have a business equivalent. The important thing, though, is I want to get the word out. Just don't accidentally conjure evil. If you see that doll at that flea market, don't buy it. Or do buy it and turn it into a little ray of sunshine by taking the head off and putting a nightlight bulb in it. No, no. This is the kind of doll that's going to wake up in the middle of the night and kill you in your sleep. But if you do what I say, it's always light coming from it, from the eyes. Okay, I see you're trying to make a positive spin, but it's important, I think, for people to know not to conjure evil. We recently spoke to good friends and fellow business owners, Scott and Jane Levine, about growing a family while growing their business, River City Print and Imaging. So first, um, welcome. Thank you for having us. Thank you. (laughs) So how long have you guys worked together and how long have you been married? Um, Ooh, math question. I have to do math to do that, but we got married in 1986. Jane... was a med tech by degree and worked um, in the uh, hospital space, if you will, uh, for a period of time. And then eventually she she came to uh, what was at the time Speedy Print. That was the name of the company. And then in 2000, uh, we uh, changed the name to River City Print and Imaging. That's- Plug, if you are looking at for anyone to help with your tangible marketing needs, like promotional materials, printing, etc. We highly recommend River City Print and Imaging. Not what a sponsor. About? Not a sponsor. What are you Thank talking you. about? This is our podcast. They want to build themselves. <laughs> this is true. They get their, they own, get their podcast. own podcast. What were some of the challenges? You guys have, you know, talked about the fact that you kind of had to balance having small kids and a business. I remember there were several occasions that we brought children with us. If they, you know, if they were truly sick. Somebody stayed home, usually me. But if they were just maybe not feeling well, we might bring them and keep them in a 
A closet. Office. It was a closet. It was a closet. <laughs> and to be perfectly honest, it, it was it wasn't a an office. It was a closet. <laughs> but it was a cool closet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, the kid, no, the kids really did like the closet. It had, a, it had a TV with a with a one of those little VCR things, and they watched. Yeah, they don't know the they watched sing along songs for hours in the closet people would, <laughs> people would come to the office and they'd say where are your kids and we'd say they're in the closet and they're, wait, wait, they're like you, what you're being serious about this no seriously that was their space okay well we're glad y'all could join us <laughs> have we just they like outed it. them for some sort of crime i don't know no um no it, it's it i totally <laughs> it makes perfect sense because yeah kids Kids are going to be, you know, fine in the space, and you entertain them. I mean, well, I mean, what better place? There was paper, there was colors, there was, you know, there was just all kinds of stuff. Staplers. Staplers. <laughs> they did crafts. You guys talked about how they were doing, you know, crafts oh, and things. Yeah, tell the story so about Amy was, and the uh, paper I, you dolls. You know that when school let out, rather than keep them at school, we thought, you know, they could come to the office and be part of. Yeah, I was thinking that. that, you know, I was thinking more from a production standpoint that we could, like, actually get some work out of them. You know, put them back in the warehouse Again, and have them collate. They were a little young. Um, they were laws. <laughs> but anyway, but they... is not responsible for any violation of child labor laws. It was a playground for them, literally. They had paper, they had staples, they had whatever. So one day... We go pick up the girls. We bring them back to the office. And I might have lost track of what they were doing for a few minutes. And the next thing we know, our youngest daughter comes out of the office in this outfit. She was robotic. Her her older sister had made her strip down to her underwear. And the rest of what she was wearing was paper stapled together so she had shoes she had pants she had a shirt she had a hat she was literally well, yeah, you can't a, forget the hat a walking paper doll we have i wish we had taken a picture of it i still have the image seared in my mind it's probably a good thing that no images still exist from that time I'm well, sure your daughter would be very reasons. happy not to have that shown exactly. to you. She remembers. Yeah. Do you think that that's their first exposure to the real world of work? Oh, yeah. You know, they saw that we did something and we had a place to go to every day. And, we, and, we, and we interacted with, with people. Customers and how, you know, the positives and the negatives of dealing with, you know, the public. And um, I, I really think that that helped them help mold who they are as adults and, now. And, you know, when customers would come in, not all customers, but a lot of customers would meet the kids and, you know, would, you know, talk to them. And I think that that uh, tended to help, you know, with the way that they are a little more social with people and that, and that sort of thing. Do you think it sparked any entrepreneurial spirit in them? I think that's more innate. I mean, I think that, you know, I always wanted to own my own business. I didn't know what that meant, but I always said, oh, I'd love to own my own business. I mean, I think both of our girls uh, have good successful careers now. You know, I, I think that, you know, when the time is right, um, either one of them um, 
you know, may look at an opportunity to go out on their own and start their own business, whatever that might be. I, I could see both of them doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. They're still young enough. There's plenty of time. Absolutely. Yeah. One thing people talk about in both situations, starting a business or starting a family, is waiting for the right time. It's and never the right there's time. There's never a no. right time. No. It was harder when the kids were younger. It got easier as they got older. Um, it got much easier. More free time for us to do what we were doing when they started driving. That was a, that was a big, big change. Yeah, I think... This is basically, to sum it up, there are pros and cons and goods and bads. And I think that's the situation with everyone. In this case, you had the flexibility, but the responsibility. So I think that people who are maybe in the same position that you were years ago, starting a family and you know starting a business, it's going to be a tough, tough challenge, but really working for someone or having a family it's all it can be tough but it's kind of what you make of it i i also i kind of look at it from the standpoint of you know it was an opportunity it was an opportunity for for us as a family to be together well that 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 was the best part that of was all absolutely of yeah i mean we we were able to be together and uh yeah you know it was it was probably different than other friends that you know I would say have more of a normal, you know, um, family lifestyle, you know, that nine to five, nine to five jobs you to, and you come home, you exactly. have dinner is a, it's a routine yeah. every it single was, day. It was always, it was always something different at the Levine house. You know, it was just always something. And, you know, we were always together. And, um, and I think that that also makes the four of us all appreciate each other and, you know, we all made sacrifices, but, you know, it made for a stronger uh, family dynamic. We're recording this, you know, kind of at the beginning of fall season. Um, what are some things that everyone thinks about when it comes to fall or autumn? And kind of vote yay or nay. So basically, we'll each go mention something and then we go around and vote. First one. I don't know if this is controversial or not, but candy apples. And I am definitely going to go with a nay. I like candy or caramel, and I like apples, but not together. Jane? Nay, caramel apples, please. Ah. Nay, fillings. Ah, yes. (laughs) Glenn? Nay on both. Diabetes. Ah, so we're a nay on candy Wait, or caramel. I said diabetes, didn't I? You did. Just like Wilford Brimley. You just are only We're Wilford Brimley. Unanimous nay on candy apples, but we have one yay on caramel or caramel. Yes. Ooh, wait. Caramel or caramel? Caramel. Caramel. Ah, controversy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jane, what's on your list? Uh, camping out for Black Friday deals. Nay. Nay. You only go around once. Why not? I'm going to go nay. And who are you? Okay, tailgating for football games. All right. Yay. Yes. Yay with a condition. Uh, If the food is good and the people are chill, 
No, I threw chill. I mean, I've been to, I went to uh, the Silverdome in Pontiac one time in Detroit in the mid 90s when I didn't know a soul there, but everybody treated you like their, you know, family. That's, that's just awesome. I'm going to say nay, just, I mean, I've actually never done it. I mean, I've never gone to a tailgate. I mean, because I don't really go to out, I don't go to sporting events. I've never really been big on sporting events. And I, I enjoy, you. I know you have, I, that when Glenn and I were, would be watching football, he's like, it's so cool that you're watching football with me. I'm like, uh-huh, while I'm flipping through a magazine. I am not actually, I'm just in the room, but you I know, it, you. it feels like we're together, but you know, you. so yeah. All right. And you? I am definitely a yay on that. Pumpkin spice. Oh, that was on my list. Oh, <laughs> it was on my list because it's it's the, it's the most probably controversial non-controversy. And your go ahead and your yay or nay for Me? pumpkin spice. Yeah, I like the smell better than the taste. I think I am gonna have to say nay, not because I don't like it, but I feel like it's gone too far. I mean, we went into uh, Kroger and there's like Twinkies that are you know, pumpkin spice. And I mean, it's like, oh, yeah. it, it could be like, I mean, oh. there's going to be aftershave. It's pumpkin spice so at some point. I'm going to say nay. It's overrated. I'm, I agree with you, Jody. Does everything have to be pumpkin spice? Oh my gosh. No. All right. Well, since I'm going home with Jane tonight, I'm going to say no. Uh, I mean, you mean <laughs> nay. Nay. <laughs> Sorry. Nay. Here's mine. Apple picking. I'm going to say nay, because I feel like it's overrated. I think that you end up going to pick apples, and it costs you a lot more money, and you're doing all the work. Now, I do like their apple cider donuts that they have at those stores that you go, and when you pick apples, but I just feel like it's, it's a lot of work when you can just go and you know buy them somewhere. I'm going to agree. The apple picking I want to do is at the grocery store. Thank you. I have a different perspective, and it's because I grew up in the country. We had apple trees in our backyard, and they were really, I mean, I I would climb the trees and not just eat an apple from the tree, but also sort of spend time, you know, fantasizing about being on a starship, going into orbit or something. It's not the same as going to a place that you pay to go and pick apples. They don't let you climb up and imagine hey. you're in a spaceship. Like the Lady, apple picking. Please. <laughs> I guess that's kind of silly. It's like when my grandmother was like heard about farm to table and she's like, what other way would it be? If you grew up a certain way, it just doesn't seem like a thing. So you're like apple picking. Yeah, I used to do that all the time. But yeah. I'm talking about the industry. Christmas decorations before Thanksgiving. And that's a hard nay. I don't have any opinions. So you're about a, that. a may. I don't. I don't really care. I mean, they're pretty, you know. But I remember where I was, like a maybe Home Depot, a couple of weeks ago, and there were Christmas decorations out, Christmas trees and Christmas stuff, and I thought, what they're trying to do is confuse you, and I won't be confused. <laughs> Well, I am. So are you yay or nay? (laughs) (laughs) Or are you still in the spaceship? Uh, So No, I just... Okay. I'm going to say nay as well. So I think we're all nay on that one. 
You're uh, next, Scott. I'm next. Yes. Candy corn. Ooh, okay. Yay. Hard no. God. Oh. I'm a yay. I enjoy them. I, I love do. them. <gasps> hey! Hi! <laughs> you never told me that. I know, I'm keeping secrets. I know. What kind of relationship are we having here? Um, built yeah. on lies. Be- built on lies. No, I enjoy candy corn. And when I was little, I would bite each section. Mm-hmm, me you know? too. But, as it, but they all taste the same. But I enjoy them. So that's a yay for me. It's and you're just, a yay. It's just nothing but, you know, sugar. Yeah. Cornstarch. Yeah. Sugar. No, there's something more insidious than that. But it's good. It's, it's very good. No. Oh. All right, now your next one. Me? Yeah, this. Oh, um, fall leaf viewing trips are overrated. What do you think, yay or nay? It depends on if you're, if I'm driving, yeah, they're very overrated. Because usually they're on a winding two-lane blacktop or something like that, and it, you have to focus on, on the driving. road. Yeah, or otherwise people are going to die. So I don't, you know, want people to die while I'm driving. So yeah, it's overrated. But if I'm a passenger, bring it. Yeah. I didn't think about it that way because I'm usually you. You like to drive, um, and I, I make know, him nervous right? when I drive. I am a perfect driver, but I make him nervous. Anyway, um, but yeah, I always get to enjoy them. I think they're nice, but I don't necessarily go crazy about. I have to go and, you know, and see them. But I think they're, you know, I don't think they're overrated. I think. Yay for leaf watching or following or whatever. Leafing. Is it a verb? Leafing? This is a hard one. I'm really on the fence on it. It's a signal that winter is coming. And I don't really look forward to that time. So I have mixed feelings. Well, now you, and you brought me down now. Really? I'm Sorry. Depressed. All I can think about is having to rake those leaves. That's what I'm hard no. You're definitely an A. All right. I have a whole category called state fair foods, <laughs> which I've listed several. Let's do a round robin of that one. Let's do a quick run of those. Oh, so we like yeah, just, you listen, like, listen, and we'll go around. Stay fair, foods. The first one on the list is fried Twinkies. No. 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 Funnel cake. Yes. Hell yeah. No. Yeah. Corn dogs of any size. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes. No. Or nay. Turkey legs. No. A little too too much bone and... I don't know. I just feel like a Neanderthal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. I'm going to do a nay. Okay, I know I said this round robin, but I got to do it really quick. I was at Disney... And they sell the turkey legs. And some of it had dropped on the ground. And these other birds came down and were eating it. And I'm like, this bird has a taste for flesh. Should I run? (laughs) (laughs) It's coming right at me. So it just felt creepy that they were eating birds. So, all right. Anybody else uh, have feelings about the state fair? Well, but it is interesting because every year you learn there is yet another thing you can deep fry. Yes. You think that you've reached the limit? 
No. What is it? Fried ice cream. Fried. Well, there's ice cream. There's like butter or fried, butter. fried biscuits. Fried butter. Or fried fried soda like fried Coca Cola. Yeah, fried Coke. I've heard of that. Fried. Is there fried Kool Aid? Was that one of those things? Probably. Yeah. I mean, if there, if you can Ooh, fry it, fried you can find spice. it. Million dollar idea. Uh, well, if Starbucks were to have a booth at the state fair, that would be it. There you go. Oh, it sure would. Wow. Starbucks, Starbucks? are you listening? Yeah, exactly. Not a sponsor. <laughs> I have to say that. Well, not yet. Not yet. Not yet a sponsor. A coffee chain which will remain unnamed. <laughs> True. That was fun, oh, that guys. Was that was really That was good. a blast. Thanks for listening to Couples Inc., a place where we help couples work better together. We drop new episodes the first and third Wednesday of each month, but to make sure you don't miss a show, follow us wherever fine podcasts are published. And if you enjoyed this episode and you want to support the podcast, share it with others, post it on social media, or leave a rating or review. And please visit our website, couplesincpodcast.com. That's couplesincpodcast.com. To learn more about us, review show notes, or leave us a message. Until next time.